0: I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at butcherbox.com/mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/mega and use code mega to choose your free for a year offer. plus Plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, Butcher Box. <laughs>
2: Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here, Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready. to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. Oh, I just love introducing you to new members of our church staff and sometimes people from our community, and I always, and I mean always, find it to be a treat and a treasure. And per joined by my co-host, he's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Your friend and mine, Gray Haas.
0: Christ on high, because he's my guy, Hallie. How are you? Oh,
2: so awesome. Sorry to jump right in if this is too personal a question, but the last couple weeks we've been keeping up with the fact that you've got a stalker. I
0: I know. I have a stalker. And Hallie, well, it's a good place to start because things... Things are heating up. Are you serious? Well, I guess I should say cooling off. Oh, well, good yeah, Is because that good? Na- well, I went to cryotherapy this week. Crying therapy. And- cryotherapy. Cryotherapy, Hallie. It's where you stand in the booth and they freeze you, kind of like Han Solo. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's really good for circulation, for rebuilding muscle. It's a nice thing to do in between days when I'm doing my ice bath or whatever. I am in cryotherapy, and you go into this booth, you get completely naked, and they blast you with this cold substance for about, I don't know, a couple of minutes. Oh, my gosh. And so you can't move. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Hallie, I was just looking kind of over the the lip of the doorway of it, of the tube that they stick you in. Oh, my gosh. And right when I said, do it, which is, I give them sort of a hand sign up in the air and I say, do it, when they blast me. Give me my blasting. I saw my stalker (gasps) walk in after me.
1: and I'm frozen. frozen. I can't
0: do anything, Hallie. And so I'm just staring and she's at the desk and I know she's probably followed me there. And there was just nothing I could do. And so I'm totally frozen. And luckily I did, I I just had to break through sort of the cold and I went completely fetal and just hid kind of in the bottom of the of the booth until I saw her her teeters go out the door
2: oh like crouching naked in a spray tan booth
0: that is that is basically the image I want to leave everyone with except that you know I'm pretty ripped
2: Yeah, of course. I think that's why people get spray tans, like the uh, best president of the United States, for instance, because it gives you some definition, definition. contour.
0: Well, you can also do different types of makeup that on on actual muscle groups. Did you know that?
2: Oh, cool. Sure, that makes sense. Wow, well, that's terrifying. I mean, she needs to be put behind bars.
0: Very close. She's very dangerous. I don't know, Hallie. You know, she is dangerous. She's obsessed with me, but I think the next time I have one of these close encounters. I'm just going to go right up to her and say, I'd like you to join me for a Bible study at Starbucks or something and just really see if I can win her for Christ.
2: I mean, no one is beyond his love. It's true. Wow. What an amazing testimony that might be for her someday. Will be for her someday. You know what? Because I believe people who are not currently saved are just pre-Christians. That's
0: right. How are you, Hallie? What's going on in your life?
2: Well, I almost had a real mess of drama. I was filling up my Lexus at the come and go on Keystone and must have been absent-minded maybe i was praying maybe i was thinking about something i'm not sure but uh i didn't take the gas pump out of oh. my gas tank oh no the handle was still wedged into my car okay. and i
0: pulled away and, and got gas everywhere
2: i pulled away. I was pulling out. It would have pulled the arm right off of there. Gas would have been flying everywhere. But I heard someone screaming. I, I stopped on the brakes, looked just in time. The entire gas hose was pulled to the extent of its reach. It was about to be ripped out. And I stopped just in time. And the guy comes running out of the come and go, clotheslines himself on the gas hose. Falls back, knocks himself out, it rips the hose out of the gas, standy-uppy thing, and now there are gallons and gallons of gas shooting out the side of it as if I just tore its arm off and, like, blood was shooting out everywhere, but it was actually gasoline.
0: Okay. Well, I hope you didn't have to pay for it.
2: Well, it was over $1,000. It was Uh, $1,020 they want me (laughs) to cover. But I said, I didn't pull that arm out of the gas body. Blame Biden. I see. So I says, I'm not paying it. I'm not paying $1,000. I didn't rip the arm off of there. I says, it's the employee of the come and go. But they couldn't wake him up at that point. I said, it seems he came and went. Just like the Bible tells us that when two or more are gathered in his name, there is love, and that's a small group. And we are lucky enough to be joined today by Twin Hill's very own small group leader, the head of the ministry who coordinates all our lovely small groups. It's my pleasure to introduce Aaron Gilbert. Welcome to the program. How are you feeling today, Aaron? Good biblical name?
1: Uh, yes, it is. I, I am truly feeling blessed to be here today. Thank you very much for having me here. I was able to work it in to my schedule. Uh, oh, I mean, well, y- your schedule is, master. is what everybody looks
0: to yeah. around Twin Hills when it comes to where their small group is meeting, what yep. time, yep. uh, how to get there, yep. all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must have a Google calendar to, I mean, it must be like the matrix or something.
1: It's, it, it's very, very complicated. And in some ways, I guess I've made it more complicated over the years. Um, but, uh, you know, I say it, it's good to make yourself necessary to a job. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I I feel useful every day oh, and blessed. Well, well, I love that you're and
2: invaluable to us. I'm a member of three, count them three, Aaron, different small groups. I got one called the Heart Guards where we're watching what comes into our hearts. I've got Thursday, three p.m. That, yes, I've got one where we're watching our language, and I've got one where I'm watching my weight, and it's just uh, such a blessing to me, and I'm so grateful for you, Aaron.
1: Well, I, you, th- thank you. You know, I'm grateful for you. I love the church. I love my job. I love I love doing it, And yeah, but let's be honest here. My, my responsibilities are scheduling, kind of first, foremost, yeah. and almost last. There's yeah. not a lot else that I can do other than just, you know— keep stu- it it's like when you have uh ants in your kitchen yep. and you're just oh. pounding them uh, and pounding them yeah. and pounding them and they just keep coming back. Yes. And that, and that's what it is. I mean, I love it. I almost feel like all the groups are my flock, like I'm their minister, but uh <laughs> boy, it, it takes a lot of a lot of shearing
2: you are a shepherd in a lot of ways and and i'll tell you what i understand the ant problem it seems seasonal and they line up in droves and they come in the house and as if they're armies marching in line i mean oh, the yes. little ants are the worst ones around 100%. the kitchen sink
1: oh it's the tiny ones yeah there's those are the ones you know yeah. i don't i don't mind telling you you know i i, I live alone now i'm um divorced and Keeping track of the schedule while keeping track of the ants, I I, I sometimes confuse one from the other because we have, uh, it it's it's horrible in here. Yeah, I I, did. Mean, I I need to move to a new place. I, I don't mean to bring the room down, but it, it's just. Oh, really? They're that bad? The conditions are terrible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I did Sometimes wanna... they're too deep, like ants climbing over other ants.
0: To oh get to no. Things. Oh ants on ants. I you oh. know I did want to ask you about this because for someone who's so organized and really in charge of all the scheduling, I would say your office is one one of the more uh, i don't know how
1: to put oh, this it's a, a- oh Oh, I'm sorry Scar, excuse my language yeah it's a pigsty but you know what I'm like that great chef who does nothing but eat McDonald's you hear about those fellas all the time oh, I sure. do
0: yeah. yeah you
1: know I, I I keep everything on the outside is good but yeah if you walk into my office you are I mean it's kind of like you're a little for aisle a in
0: there because I tried to go by the somebody said go by the scheduling office and I actually had to email you and schedule a time when you could uh, clear clear an me aisle. how to clear get an, to your, clear your office aisle, yeah right and clear oh, an, right. an aisle because I couldn't oh. I, I went by the door and it was just, it almost looked like a cartoon, one of those, you know, when you open the door and everything falls out, <laughs> yeah. I, and I thought, oh, that must be a storage closet, but it was actually your Can office.
1: I tell you a secret just between the three of us? Oh, sure. Of it is course. a podcast. Uh, but, yeah. A lot of the stuff in that room is is not entirely necessary to my job. Oh. Well, I figured that. Some of it is for my my various hobbies and interests, and some of it is a, sort of a defense mechanism, like a coat of armor to keep people from coming into my office. I mean, not not you, Gray. I, I love you, and, and that's why I cleared an aisle that on uh Wednesday, the 17th of August, 2021, I believe you're talking about. But wow. yeah, it's a defense mechanism and a home for my various hobbies and predilections that right. don't fit my apartment. Ooh, you're I guess a collector. I, was, I
0: was wondering about the, I guess that explains the airplane parts, yeah. uh, but maybe also yeah. the, the, I didn't understand the toilet paper, how someone could stack toilet paper in quite that way. Or how did you get the toilet I guess I'm wondering, like, why all the toilet paper?
1: Well, there's a lot. Well, for one thing, it's the most it's the most sanitary of papers. I don't, I'm not sure you're aware of that, but oh. like, if you're using a Kleenex when you're blowing your nose, you're basically stuffing coronavirus up your is nose. That I mean, like, right? that stuff is treated. <gasps> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <gasps> to- toilet paper, particularly Charmin, is about as sterile a uh, commercially produced paper as you're going to get. So I like to keep it on hand.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's there was a lot also,
1: of Also you never it know when a when a bridal shower is going to break out.
2: Oh, that's true. And you know, or if you need to make a mummy kind of impromptu like a a that's, harvest That's costume. what I'm saying. You know,
1: you play that yeah, wedding dress game yeah, at the bridal showers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying.
2: Or if you have a GI issue
1: and there is that,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There was that,
0: I think. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Was I, there that? But
0: well, that's meet our um, meeting got rescheduled. I think for this week from last year because you yeah. just had you, you had replied GI issue when. Oh you,
1: yeah. It was yeah. an it was I don't mind telling you it was IBS it flares up occasionally and mm. um, when it does flare up I use a. A portable commode, one of those uh, that I put in my office, there in the corner. You don't see it because of the stacks of other things. It's behind some of the fuselages. I should t- get to the airplane parts in a moment. But yeah, when I have an IBS flare-up, it can go on for as long as three to four weeks. Oh. I remember
0: when I th- I said, "Are you talking about international Bible study?" And then you said, "No, I'm talking about this." S show. Irritable bowel syndrome. Right. Yeah. And so, but yeah. I'm glad we did get a, a, a reschedule on, on the, on and the we did. We
1: had a great meeting, I thought. Just really, really touched on some issues that I think really helped your group, didn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm in a new small group right now and we are just basically, it's just called Lifted. Ooh. And it's just, you know, me and about seven to ten other really dedicated guys who are just in there lifting weights for Christ oh. every single morning. Yep. And we meet at 5 a.m. Don't it's a, I know it? 5 a.m.
1: on Saturdays. I don't know how you get your group up on Saturdays. Oh, uh, well, right? we, a we love it. Sixth day, day of the week.
0: Yeah, I did. I wanted to ask you about that because there has been some confusion, and I guess that's why we did want to bring you on today. Just to clarify for all the people who are listening who happen to be in a small group, it seems like the calendar now, and I'm not even sure how you did this in Google calendars, but right. that there seems like this other
1: day that's between Sunday and Monday. Right. There's a new day. Right. Right. And I, I do account for that. You know, you notice that everybody gets to their group on time on the day, the conventional days that that y'all use in the church. Right. But uh, yes, yeah, my personal calendar. I had to set up a spreadsheet and then uh, import it into google uh, uh calendar and then uh, uh file a small lawsuit oh uh to, to allow google to give me a back door in there so that I, to accommodate the beliefs of those uh who have an oh. eighth day on their calendar so oh,
0: what cool. is the eighth day though i guess i'm confused because a lot of people are showing up sometimes going even just wondering you know what what is an eighth day because you know
1: well you guys are the you're the clerics here i'm just a i'm just a humble scheduler but uh I am also an eighth-day Adventist. Oh. Mm. And, you know, I don't want to go on and on and on about it, but my personal belief system is that back in the early times, back in the Garden of Eden, the good Lord uh, created uh, eight days in the week. On the seventh day, he rested, and on the eighth day, he partied. Oh, wow. I mean, why would you rest for a day just to get back to Monday? Oh. Most people use Saturday as their ramp-up, but he used Sunday. And so originally there were eight days, and... Until we get back to that, having that eighth-day week, we will not be back in the state of bliss that the good Lord intended us to be in before we were cast out of Eden. But hasn't that
0: just created a bit of confusion
1: Oh, in it's a mother- I'm no part my part of my language. Yeah, it's the worst. But you know, you got to stick by your beliefs. Uh-huh. And, my, and my firm belief is that you need an eight day week, which, you know, do the math on the back of an envelope and you'll see that it it literally adds 50 days to a year. Uh, oh, if you're going wow. with 50 weeks, or you have to shave off a total of seven weeks, seven times seven is four, nine. It was easy math. Uh-huh. But it's just reflexive to me now. But you need that eighth day to do jackal just you know the eighth day was the day that the lord used to allow adam and eve to do whatever they wanted it was a sin-free day it was kind of like the purge but not just with murder it was it was a day for everything and sadly when you know when when eve took and this is not to cast dispersions on anyone's gender when eve took that bite of the apple and was cast out of eden along with adam who uh, agreed to go with her where were they cast is my question.
0: Right. To you.
1: Theological question. Where were they sent?
0: Well, I guess they were cast out at that point, meaning, you know, Where did were, they dwell? Uh, well,
2: they went out the western gate that was guarded by a seraphim right. angel that was on fire with swords. And, and they then went, they
1: headed off to Nod, Nod which yeah. is Canonically east of Eden. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Now let me ask you one more question, you two, and, and uh, this is not theological so much as chronological or temporal, if you don't mind me saying. What happens when you cross the international date line heading from west to east, from Eden to Nod, as it were? Oh. Oh. You lose a day. Oh. You lose a day is Uh, what happens. Adam uh, and Eve lost a day. We lost our latter day.
2: Oh. I
1: see. Saturday, Sunday, latter day, Monday. That happened when we were cast out. We were sentenced by the Lord into a seven-day week, if you don't mind me saying.
0: So I guess uh, just to circle back because— Sure, sure,
1: sure. I'm also—because, you know, and I think this is a
0: fascinating idea, but for someone who's actually scheduling a large organization like you Can I say mother— Again, make
1: sure. because oh my god, well, I'm sorry. I guess, I guess you can. I, I guess I just wanted to make sure worst. that people
0: are clear because even on your calendar, you have Sunday and then you have fun day, which is what you've called this new one. Right. And so fun day or Latter con- day. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they both work. Right. So you've got Sunday, then you've got Fun Day, mm-hmm. and then you've got Monday.
1: Yes. And are you scheduling anybody on Fun Day? I'm scheduling stuff for myself and for everybody else who, who subscribes to the Eighth Day Adventist Creed. Wow. Which works very well with, with, with our present church. I, 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 I subscribe to everything you do. I just add an extra day.
2: Oh.
0: So, how does it work if I've got to go to work on say I'm a dad who's in the recently divorced small group, but I've got to go to work on Monday, but my small group's been scheduled for eight a.m. on Sunday
1: Well, that's why I never sleep and never leave the office because what I have to do is I have to sort of translate the calendar, uh. so I'm aware that, for instance, uh, what's the group you just referenced, the divorced dads? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, featherless, featherless. Uh, yeah, they're out of they're out of the nest. Yes,
0: featherless uh, yeah, fathers, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah. or or uh, something. Un- like that. Yeah,
1: there's the, there's the
0: other one, the, the recently divorced fathers, Unyoked. Uh, oh, yeah, the, but the, un-yoke the Unyoked group, just between
1: group. you and me, those are all um, fornicators. Is oh, that okay.
2: right? Oh, oh
1: yeah. Am, am I speaking out of school? Well, I mean, we can cut this. Well, we should no. report oh, it I'm to the Board of Elders
2: stat, so good no, Well, they, know. They, they
1: meet on Tuesdays, but they're a, good, they're a good example. You know, when they want to get together and tell themselves that their sins were okay with each other or that they're trying to be better or whatever they do in their little group, I don't attend. That wasn't what... Cost me my marriage. When they get together on a Tuesday, for me, it's it's obviously two days after, three days after Fun Day. There's a Fun Day, Monday, Tuesday, so it's two days after, three days after Sunday. So I gotta calculate it. So the jet, ge- the automatically generated Google Calendar message has to then be personally edited by me to translate for all you seven dayers.
2: Ah. Uh... Oh, right right so, right 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 so,
0: right, so, right, so that right. I, and i'm sorry just to i'm just trying to clarify w- was and it must have been stressful on your marriage to have I, I can only imagine that having a fun day was stressful on your marriage if your wife she also it. was going by a seven. Yeah, day. Yeah, she
1: hated. It. it wasn't so much that it was a, a, that I was on a different calendar than her. It's that she disapproved of some of the things I did on fun day. Aww. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, what were those things? Because you know, it's a it's a fun day is a free day. Yeah. you're allowed to do whatever you want. And when I was younger, I, some of the things that I wanted to do were. The sort of things that one would never do in in Jesus' seven-day week. Oh, Oh, I see. But you're allowed to on Fun Day. Right. That's my point. So you kind
0: of view Fun Day as a day where you can be someone other than yourself.
1: (laughs) Did I mention The Purge? Yes, you did. Yeah, that movie. That movie, movie? yeah. That's kind of the idea behind Fun Day. Now, I was never a murderer. Oh, I Um, see. (laughs) I just want to be clear about that. But had I been that would have been the day to do it and still be right with Jesus.
2: Oh, yeah, off the seven-day calendar. And off the seven-day
1: calendar. I Thank you very much. I I yes.
2: follow. And, and just so I have it right in my head, when you call it Latter Day, is it Latter Day like the saints, or is it Latter Day like you got to get up into the uh, gutters? Oh,
1: no, no, no. It's Latter Day like the saints, but it's kind of a pun, I suppose, because their Latter Day is uh, after the end times, isn't it? Yes. Oh, is that right? Okay. Or no, after uh, now, now is the Latter Days, I guess. Right. Um, for me, Latter Day is just a name that sounds like Saturday and it's after Sunday.
2: And is it spelled L-A-T-T-E-R? L-A-D-D-E-R? Uh, T-T. It's a T-T. Okay. It's a T-T. It's a T-T, which means later, right? I yeah, mean, it's latter than Sunday. Why if we just mean later? Oh, I... We're just... I don't know. I mean, it just sounds like we're just adding letters and stretching out the vowel.
1: Well, I, I think you need to take that up with the Mormons, don't you? I mean, I, I was just playing with what they did. You know, I do think that this
0: is an interesting idea, but something I did want to bring up to you, Aaron, is that my just even when it comes to my workout group, because, you know, my workout small group,
1: mm. it used to be— You guys look ripped, by the way. You look great. Oh, thank you. Thank you oh, very wow. much. Oh, wow. But I, now, I, I don't understand why those—, those- peculiar uniforms gray uh, were those your ideas
0: these are, uh well i would consider them uh the, this is a unitide, right. but it actually has a detachable some detachable bottoms on it in case you need to because so you don't have to step out as we would say oh i see so it's yeah it's just a classic powerlifting lifting but it's got a button it's got the buttons it's got around the, the
1: waist weird, yeah the buttons around the waist and that yellow insignia on, on the chest which i yeah, I do not recognize that symbol. It's you guy. You guys look great. Thank you.
0: But yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. Is guys have been a bit confused because now with this eight day week, you know, right? Th- there has just been a lot of kind of in. It's kind of created a lot of infighting because people are going. Well, I actually did like two leg days this week. Because, you know, we we technically are meeting twice. I, I guess we're meeting twice a week.
1: Well, here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing wrong. You're using both the emails I'm sending you and the auto-generated Google calendar. Uh, uh, bo- if you're using both, you're using both the eight-day and the seven-day schedule. I am translating the Google auto-generated eight-day schedule into seven days. So if you ignore the Google email and just use mine to schedule stuff, I think everything will work out great. Oh, that makes sense.
0: I di- yeah, I think it does. But, uh, yeah, I still... Still can't figure out if I've done two leg days this week or not. But
2: wouldn't you want two leg days since you have two legs?
0: No, well, no, oh, Hallie, that's a good you're, not, point. Not, you're not. You're not going to do two leg days. Well, I mean, I'm going to do either. Uh, then
2: you'd be out of balance,
0: right? I mean, you're not doing one leg at a time, Hallie. Oh, oh. Do you have any hobbies?
1: Uh, a few, a few. Uh, yeah, it's part of the reason for the cluttered office. Yeah, uh, I did want to get back to the uh, airplane yeah, pass. Yeah, and I okay, like that. those are. Yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, I'm I sorry. I just wanted no. to ask
2: about the case of cheeseburger Progresso soup because that sounds good as heck.
1: Oh, it's the best.
2: Oh, cheeseburger soup. And huh? it,
1: it, it's the only product that Progresso makes that doesn't have oxidants in it. Not the antioxidants, but the oxidants. Uh. They, 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 it's, you won't find it on the ingredient list, but they're using free radical ions oh, wow. in, in the progresso soups. Yeah, except in the cheeseburger. Oh, oh. oh
2: wow. Well, I like a thick that's soup. That's what
1: they eat themselves at the plant. If you were to talk to a progresso person like I have, oh. that's what—that's the only thing they'll eat. Everything else they're doing on, on behest of the government um, and putting out those additives. I'll
0: check it out. Speaking of oxidants, it looks like there's, an, there's been an, an airplane oxidant in your.
2: Yeah, is this a fuselage? Office. That's
1: a fuselage, yeah. I, I do collect airplane parts specifically from uh, historical deadly crashes. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just one of those things where, you know, you everybody's got a hobby. I'm kind of fascinated. I watch all those documentaries about airline crashes. I'm terrified of them. Oh, yeah. And so I collect parts from crash planes, or either I buy them on eBay or get fast as a dickens to a crash site when one happens oh
0: have you been first to a crash site
1: before never first never first my whole reddit group makes fun of me for that (laughs) but uh you know fingers crossed i mean i don't want god forbid and please jesus protect those who are who are foolish enough to take flight but yes i i i listen for it I, i want to be you know I want to be a first responder, as it were.
0: Yes, I mean, uh, I do think that it is it is fascinating because when I came, when I finally did have a chance to go by your office, it it really was a kind of a combination of you couldn't figure out I couldn't figure out if someone was living there or if you were possibly building an airplane. Yes, or you know, you're right about that. I am. Well, I
1: don't live there, but I am building it. I would. I think the only way to, to to really make use of my hobby is to eventually assemble a complete and functional airplane from crash planes. Now, why do you ask? Why? Why? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? It's the part of the plane that's most reliable. It's the part that survives. Oh. If you could create, I could fly right on out of here for the rest of my life and go wherever I want if I had a plane that was completely assembled from the parts of planes that survive crashes. Wow. Oh, that
2: is incredible. And I've always thought, why don't we make airplanes out of a bunch of black boxes? Then it will be indestructible.
1: <laughs> exactly. Wow. That is that is kind of the an, an evolved form of the theory that you just put through. Have you ever heard, actually, growing
0: up, and I just always thought this was an amazing story, speaking of the black box, is that there was a famous airline crash in Australia. I think it was Flight 22. And this was, like, back in the 90s or something. But they found the black box. And, Hallie, it was amazing because on the black box, you could actually hear Jesus saying... Everything is going to be fine. What? Yeah, they you hear the voice of Christ what? on that black box, and everybody on that that flight they say was just completely calm as the plane went down because they actually
1: it was a miracle. A lot of people, yeah,
0: the black box miracle.
1: Wow. You know, that's that's absolutely right. Qantas Twenty Two is a big uh, topic, as you might imagine on on my Reddit group and my various Facebook groups. Oh, really? And there's a lot of people that say that that has to do with John. Chapter 3, verse 22. Oh. oh, John
0: chapter 3, verse 22. Yeah, Jog my memory. I believe
1: that's after this, Jesus and his disciples went into the region of Judea where he spent some time with them baptizing. Oh, oh. Okay. Isn't
0: that so nice that he like I, you, you would think that Jesus would pipe in more when a plane was going down. That seems like when you'd really need to hear from him.
1: I know that I would like to, but you know we don't know that he doesn't. I mean the black box it's a it's a flawed technology because it's man's technology. right mm. Have you ever found one? Yes, I have. Ooh. <laughs>
2: Is it hard to open?
1: Uh, uh, well, yeah. Well, you, you don't want to open it so much as sort of wire up to it and stuff. I, I mean, it's in my office. If you want to take a look, it's from that Allegheny crash that happened in West Virginia oh. in, in in 2019. Uh, tragic. You know, five passengers, small plane, five, all of them passed Long before I got there, I was the third guy on the site, but the other two really didn't know what they were looking for. So the black box was mine.
0: Oh, so you're on. Uh, so, so what? What are they saying on the black box of the Allegheny flight?
1: Well, uh, it's not a not. Most of the words are not ones that I can say on your podcast, oh. though I know I have already. Oh. You know they're panicking. Okay. They're 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 panicking. They're they're upset with each other. Uh, there, there, there was something going down, some sort of action going down in that in that cockpit that probably shouldn't have been. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. Widely reported, but uh, I would guess about 80 to 90% of all small plane crashes involve some sort of fornication in the cockpit.
2: Sexual immorality amongst the pilots? Well,
1: sometimes it's married sex, so it's not always sexual immorality, um you know, if you if 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 you, if you are bound in holy wedlock with someone, and you want to, yeah, you know,
2: yeah. okay, b- yeah.
1: bump uglies in the cockpit, well, you know that, that that the Jesus smiles on wow, that, but yeah. it's probably not wise from an uh, aviation standpoint. Sure, and so that's what was happening on the Allegheny flight. You think.
0: Ah, uh, that was more of an illicit nature, I think. Oh, I see. Th- so, does it start out positive? Or it, was anger, it, just like, be- it, it was It was angry all the way.
1: Oh, it starts out like a day at the beach. In fact, it is a day at the beach. There's a bunch of people crossing over West Virginia flying to fly into Virginia Beach. I believe. Oh, cool. It, there's three couples, uh, but one of whom couldn't make it. That's why I said there were five uh, passengers. And I guess the the husband who was uh, whose wife couldn't make it was well. One thing led to another, and a fight ensued in the cockpit. Oh, wow. In fairness, they did yell Jesus' name several times right before the end.
2: I feel like this is a cautionary tale for wives out there everywhere to really accompany your husband on the fun days, even if you, you know, are busy or whatnot, because you know what, if the mood strikes him, and you know, we know that men fall victim to their own high sex drives all the time, and it's the way that God made them. And so if your husband starts feeling amorous toward a pilot in a cockpit, I mean, and if you're not there, you know, to make sure that that you could, I don't know, satiate him in some appropriate way, whether it's underneath the airline blanket or excusing yourselves to the restroom or whatever you have to do to keep your man from stumbling in the flesh. I mean, I feel like that's on his wife. And now she's got all five of those people's blood on her hands. Uh,
1: yeah, including her. Yeah, exactly. She she can't be a very happy person anymore. Um, I, I, I don't follow up with her as much as I used to. I do follow up on all the survivors of the victims. Is that too, right? Checking clippings. I've attended a few funerals. I mean, you know, when you collect, you know, say a seat cushion <laughs> or, or the handle of a of a lavatory door or something right you're gonna want to know a little bit about the people who touched it last mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, i'm sorry i, I don't really want to picture it but i guess i'm just trying to figure out so it was two couples mm. it, it was it was supposed to be six it was three couples
1: it was th- it's supposed to be three. three
0: couples. couples plus the pilot so then you had two couples and no the,
1: no no the pilot was a member of one of the couples
0: oh, oh. i see and then is the, is the theory that the, is, is that the solo wife was somehow sinning with the pilot or did you, or could you figure it it man out? was a
2: man with a man?
1: It was a man with a man.
2: Oh, it grieves the heart of God.
0: Oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah yep it was it, it, look look if you, you both of you are welcome to come to my office, we would need to schedule it a, a month in advance or so so I could clear away. but you're welcome to come to my office and hear this recording among the many recordings that I have from black boxes, this one's special to me not because I enjoy the sin that I'm hearing on the recording, but because I did find that black box
0: that is amazing and I guess I'm just I'm just curious so like, Something happens in the cockpit, and then the flight goes down because of it. And uh, the other two couples... Well, there was a
1: fight. Oh. And an animal was loose at the end. Oh, Oh, no. no. And there was a storm. Oh. And apparently some bad fish. Somebody made tuna salad that uh, I think had something to do with it all. Um, And all that's on the black box. It's all in the black box. It is. It is. It would be a comedy of errors if it didn't end in the... Oh, gruesome deaths of five people wow. Really? I mean, it sounds like it Everything that could go wrong did You know, if I ever were to, you know Write a play or a comedy sketch I would, That would be the thing, but they would live
0: that is funny if you think about a comedy sketch like that if there was just like you know all these people but yeah again you you, you do pray for those who who went down in the flight but i do like that
1: idea that is a very funny idea i have never been part of your, uh, your you know the the church's comedy small group that meets on thursdays
2: oh they're so but funny they're so
1: they funny they're hip hip paras. they hip they the hip paras so and they funny. make a joyous laugh unto the lord they really do they oh, really they are do so funny. i mean clean i just laugh comedy. and laugh cuz
0: comedy is the best comedy yes it is yes
2: you know art with a message it just makes other art seem you know foolish i don't
0: even laugh at stuff when when people try to say ditty jokes or something i don't even laugh i don't think it's funny
2: it's not it's It's not. not
1: it's not funny i agree i agree Except for Dave Chappelle. He's funny.
2: Well, Aaron, I have to hand it to you. I don't blame you for not getting into airplanes yourself uh, after uh, oh, never. experiencing it. Not until I finish mine. The, uh, until it's yours yet, because I don't understand how these planes go. You know, it just makes no sense the way these heavy things are getting up there and getting down. It makes absolutely no sense. And, uh, you know, I, I pray I, I wouldn't get on a plane either if I didn't really powerfully believe in, you know, that that God is actually holding the plane in the palm of his hand as you know it's flying oh
1: that's interesting to Phoenix, and you fly all the time don't you
2: i really do more than i'd like you know and you know i've been getting in a lot of fights lately with people who you know have masks on next to me oh. and stuff it's just unpleasant at this point
1: yeah yeah i i, I can understand that it, yeah it, because you know what masking as long as you're eating the progressive cheeseburger soup and stuff you're 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 gonna be fine as long as you're using charmin you're gonna be fine that's right that's a
2: hearty soup that sticks to your ribs it sure does it sure does
1: you can't take it on a plane with you though unless you put it in a plastic thermos
2: Oh, oh really it's fascism i swear And Gilbert was played by the wonderful Adam Felber. Check out his podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, and hear him being hilarious on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Follow him at Adam Felber. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.